0: hello everybody shore leave is over and oh my goodness what a weekend it was i actually meant to podcast from the convention and that did not happen but for all the right reasons it was amazingly insane and the great quest of the hamburger has been complete this year was just magical in so many ways As usual, didn't get to go down and see any of the uh, celebrities that were there. Though I hear that that was a good thing, because Michael Dorn was really the main one I wanted to see, and I was set to do a panel every time he was doing a panel, so I didn't get to see it. But apparently he was very standoffish and kind of snobbish, so that's good. I get to keep my... Wharf love without being colored by any feelings about Michael Doran. Though it still would have been nice to go down there. Marina Sirtis was also there, but mm, didn't get to go see her either because they were always on the panel at the same time. I was on my panels. So mm. (sighs) panels went well. Morgan and I co-hosted all of them this year, and that was exciting for me because I wasn't sitting alone up at the top table doing things, and that was wonderful. (laughs) I really have wanted a co-host for quite some time, and they are the perfect co-host for me. We have basically exact opposite issues and not necessarily beliefs. We agree on a lot of stuff, but it makes for very dynamic conversation when the audience isn't chipping in. And because of the conversation between us, it makes for very good conversation questions from the audience who start getting into the strange things that we're going back and forth on between the two of us um kind of wish i would have gotten them on the podcast i didn't even think about asking like i said this weekend started early all of my panels first panels of the day were at 1 a.m except for the first one which was at 1 a.m., I got my schedule, and they told me on the schedule that they sent me that it was from 1 to 3. So I got there at 1, Morgan got there at 1, a couple other people got there at 1. And in the printed schedule that they gave out to everybody, it was scheduled from 3 to 5. So we were there from 1 to 5. <laughs> and that was crazy fun that was the tea party that we had and morgan made i hate to admit this i really hate to admit this but morgan made an amazing amazing vegan chocolate cake because well you know my feelings about vegan stuff but i was very happy to be proven wrong when a very good vegan chocolate cake was there it was a lot of fun made a bunch of new friends. The conversation this year was phenomenal and I feel really recharged and really excited going forward doing this podcast because I feel like this weekend gave me stuff to talk about for weeks, if not months, if not the entire year (laughs) despite what happens this year. Uh, The costumes were great. I am going to on wednesday upload some of the pictures that we have though others have been uploading their pictures we didn't get as many pictures as others because you know we only snapped pictures of some of the most amazing costumes there was a full life size oh oh my good goodness um there was a full life-sized um totoro there from my friend totoro the miyazaki film and that that Blew me away, just absolutely blew me away. Uh, just everything was wonderful, especially when I got accosted by a dinosaur in the atrium when I was uh, passing through. <laughs> Apparently, there was a furry behind me, and they decided to stick the <laughs> inflatable dinosaur on it. And so this T-Rex comes charging at me. The fur the furry scurried away and the T-Rex kind of jumped on me and kind of we had a moment. It was brilliant. It was wonderful. I hope you were there. Now you all are going to have to remind me tomorrow or the day after to tell the story of the all-sacred hamburger because where I am right now and the time it is right now I can't really be yelling where I am (laughs) and this story requires me to uh, speak up, and I just got the uh, guilty party's approval to tell the story on the podcast. So, I'll be looking for that tomorrow so you'll understand why I've already referenced hamburger several times and why the name of this episode is hashtag hamburger. Because it's a thing, man. If you follow me on Facebook and you're confused, definitely stay tuned for the tale of the hamburger because it is a tale that is coming um so what else happened this year that would be fun for y'all to hear so of the of the many stories that i really want to tell there's one other one that i can't right now because it also involves yelling but promise me it's a very fun story that involves hitler and the power of love and it it I I don't understand what happened, and I'm looking for people to explain that one to me, but that also involves some yelling. So I will tell that on tomorrow or Wednesday's edition of the podcast. But the one thing that I can get into, and Brian is in the room if he decides to pipe up about this, is we were on a Steven Universe panel with Morgan, and there was this lady in the background who, everything's going well we're talking about steven universe and it's wonderful and it's magical and it's so much fun because that is such a great show and i should preface this by saying the front row had at least three minor children in it if not more i'm not sure how many were in successive rows going back and we get to the part where we talk about lars so spoiler warning if you're not caught up on steven universe okay check out now come back later just hit the skip button. Okay, you ready? Um, if you've been keeping up with the series, you would know that Lars is now a cotton candy zombie, which is what I'm calling them. And that's going to be an episode later this week because I really have to talk more about the cotton candy zombies. But so we found out that Lars is a cotton candy zombie now because Lion is a cotton candy zombie. And you can go through Lars's hair to Lion's hair and back again. And whoo! And magic and awesome. And all this woman wanted to talk about, all this woman wanted to talk about was whether or not you could use his pubes to transport to the magical land. And at first, I thought she was just trying to be funny. Like, ha 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 ha, ha, yeah, you go down in the pew, you bow down and put your head in the pubes and you enter the magical land. And no. Like, she seriously had a thing like, is that all of the hair on his body? And I kept trying to turn the subject to like, armpit hair or back hair and no she, she just wanted to talk about Lars's magical pubes what's wrong lady there are children in the room <laughs> there are children here like we can't be having that discussion they're, they're Oh, it was so heartbreaking because I'm trying to get her to like drop it and change the subject and go to something else, and I'm trying to get her to shut up. And I hear this little girl in the front row go, "Mommy, what are pubes?" And I'm like, "No, they're never gonna let me do anything at this convention ever again," which is probably not true because I've gotten away with a lot worse. But um, <laughs> it just—who does that in a room with a bunch of kids? Like seriously, you're in a room to talk about what is? functionally a kids show and if you want to have like dirty time with crystal gems that's later when kids aren't in the room you know because we can talk about what's going on in garnet's head when she's just sitting there looking off into deep space because oh there's some fun slash going on in my head but you know that's not a topic you talk about in front of kids how crazy do you have to be to want to talk about lars's magical pubes in front of kids uh, that makes absolutely no sense to me why you would even bring that up and finally I pointed out that I'm sorry this is a family friendly panel there are children here and the children both stood up two of the children stood up and waved at her and she did not blush she just went oh okay can I talk to you later about that sure sure lady you can surprisingly she did not ask me about it later so we're only a couple of days away from oh i'm about to say this the launch of star of star trek discovery oh i hate myself oh that was too punny even for me my husband's even like shaking his head i didn't mean to do that that was purely an accident but i'm not going to re-record this segment because power through it And having just left a Star Trek convention that had a lot of other stuff there, including a very moving memorial to Richard Hatch, um, hmm. one of the collective themes was do you think you will pay for Star Trek Discovery? And a lot of no's. In fact, I can't think of one yes. I think I was the closest to a maybe, that I heard all weekend and I am so not really sure that that's a thing that I want to do because I want to see it because Michelle Yeoh's in it but that's what concerns me is I know there's going to be two ships and you know if the on gets destroyed I think that's the name of her ship anyway if Michelle Yeoh's ship gets destroyed early if that's why there's two ships is her ship gets destroyed and then our characters get transferred to the Discovery, then I guess I'd kind of be happy because while well, I can't remember his name right now, the actor who played um, Lucius Malfoy in the Harry Potter movies is playing the captain of the other ship of the USS Discovery. So I'd still kind of be happy, but it's not Michelle Yeoh, and I love Michelle Yeoh. Like, I really love Michelle Yo. Like, The two names that made me really excited about the show were Michelle Yeoh and Doug Jones, because Doug Jones has been in so many things that I loved. And I kind of miss having him on TV since Falling Skies went away, because he played Gochies in that. And if you've not seen Falling Skies, we should talk about that. But... Because it's going to be like seven bucks a month for an additional service that I'm only paying to watch this one show, and I don't get to keep it afterwards. Because I don't know if they're going to keep it up. You know what I'm saying? And like, there need to be some assurances with that. Like, how often can I rewatch it? Are you going to leave it up for a while, then take it down so I have to buy it somewhere else, and then pay you twice? Because if that's the deal, you know what? I'm just going to wait for it to be available on iTunes and watch it there. Unless the review's... Well, what am I saying? Unless the review's are really bad, I'm going to watch it anyway. I didn't like the first two J.J. Abrams Star Treks, and I bought them. Because, you know, I'm me and a crazy Star Trek fan. So I guess my question to all of y'all is... Are you willing to pay for CBS All Access to watch Star Trek Discovery... If they're being honest and that's the only way to see it. Because. I know, my answer is. I, I will pay for it the minute elves fly. Oh, wait. He's the captain now? Uh. <laughs> Tell Dobby to get his clothes. Poor Dobby. Poor Dobby. We, do, we just need to do like a couple weeks straight of just Harry Potter talk. Or do a segment on the show that's Harry Potter talk, because I could do some here. You have no idea how much Harry Potter talk I could do. But yeah, so let me know. What do you think? Are you willing to pay for Star Trek Discovery? Are you willing to pay for, and if yes, are you willing to pay for CBS All Access for Star Trek Discovery? Because I don't know how I feel about that. Call in, let me know. You can hit up the podcast at um anchor.fm slash project shadow and download the app there, follow us, and hit the little call in button, and that will leave a voice message for me that may end up on the show, and I will answer your questions or respond to your comments there. Really love to turn this show into a conversation and that's why I moved it over to Anchor so we could actually do that. So What do you think? Are you going to pay for Star Trek Discovery? I'm on the fence. If you are, try to talk me into it. I would love to hear your reasons.